This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the Netflix animated movie Hilda and the Mountain King, and fortune cookies. It's January 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back to the show, everyone. So good to have you along on our little podcast. Today, I am joined by my co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Evan. That's me. Welcome to you both. And let's start off, as usual, with our pop culture references. Evan, why don't you go first? Why not? Oh, okay. Why Evan? I'm... Why not? I was just picking someone. Rather than the <laughs> usual question about who should go first, I was just assigning do you want to go first, no. Linnea? Oh, well, then why I'm did you even question it? <laughs> I just wanted to know why you picked Evan. Okay. Because he was sitting right next to me? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's sitting right next, <laughs> next to you, too. Well, you know, I can reach out and touch Evan. I, I can't reach out and touch you. You're, you're more than three feet away from me. <laughs> okay. My pop culture reference for this week is that, I don't know if it happened like this week or last week, but some new Star Wars games were announced. Nice. And by Star Wars games, I mean like something that is going to be happening. We kind of know what's going to be happening in the game, so we also know very little. Now when you say games, are these tabletop games, role-playing games? Video games. Video games, yeah. And so what kind of video games? First-person shooters, or, or you don't know anything about them? There's a sequel to a game called Star Wars Fallen Order, which is about this Jedi. So I think it's going to, I think the sequel to it is going to be about a new different Jedi person. And there's some first person shooters, I think. And when are they supposed to be coming out? They have not said that yet. They just announced that the games will be coming out eventually. All right, Linnea, how about you? Mine is that this one guy who's apparently known for leaking out Nintendo information. He said that the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild is confirmed to be coming out within 2022. Ooh, fun. Why does Nintendo keep giving this guy information? I don't know. Like, the article I read said that this guy, he's well-known for leaking information. It's like, why does he Why does he work there? I mean, they probably don't know who he is, though, right? Just some... No, it, it gave, like, a name and, like, a profile. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Nintendo is just like using him to make the fan base think they're getting information that Nintendo does not want out. So you two really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. Are you looking forward to a, a new game? We've mm -hmm. been looking forward to this game for four years, Dad. Yeah. You first showed me the trailer for like years and years ago. It was 2017 when the trailer came out. So <laughs> yeah, just now we've been getting a bit more updates on it, so... That's interesting. My news is if you're available to book a trip to Japan on November 1st, the Studio Ghibli theme park is opening. Can we There's go? There's a theme park? Yep, they're making one. It opens this November. It's only going to have three of the five areas open. So I suppose, you know, maybe you could wait till next year when they're all open. There's like a Witch's City area. There's a, I can't remember all the different areas now. Uh, there's a Princess Mononoke area. Uh, there's going to be a, a places where you can see Satsuki and Mei's house from Totoro. There's a video online, and I don't think it's actually at the park, 
it's this lush looking video of just places around Japan that look like the places that are in uh, Miyazaki's movies. And in fact, p- part of it shows me and Sasuke's house and it, it's really cool looking. So it kind of makes me uh, makes me want to go there. That would be a fun theme park to well, go see. Now we have a reason to go to Japan. I, I was about to say now we have another reason to go to Japan. What's the first reason? No, they already have a Studio Ghibli Museum, Linnea. Uh. Oh, yeah, the museum versus the theme park. I wonder if they're in the same spot. I don't know. Probably. You would hope so. I want to go to Japan because they have, like, a fox village. A fox village? Like, you can go in and there's just foxes everywhere. Oh. And they like come up to you and you can like give them food and pet them. Don't they have like cat restaurants? And they have cat too? cafes too. <laughs> Sounds good. Now on to our main topic Hilda and the Mountain King. Hilda and the Mountain King is an animated film that premiered on Netflix on December 30th, 2021. The story is based on the sixth book of the popular Hilda graphic novel series by author and illustrator Luke Pearson. The movie starts immediately where the second season of the show left off. Hilda, the young protagonist of the story, was the unknowing victim of a changeling spell and has been turned into a troll. Meanwhile in town, a young troll child named Baba has taken Hilda's place. Can her family and friends reverse the spell and return Hilda to her human form? And will Hilda figure out why the mountain trolls keep attacking the human city of Trollberg? Find out in this fun movie that has already been nominated for two Annie Awards. So my first question for you two that I was thinking about is why do you think that this was made into a feature-length movie versus, like, the normal way we've had the series going? Where, where it's, what, like 10 episodes per season? I think that because... I think that it's good as a full feature movie because there's so much story into it. If they were, like going to pack it into one episode or two episodes, I feel like it just wouldn't feel as cool as watching a movie. Also, having a Hilda movie, it's pretty cool. Now, have you read some of the books, Evan? I've read, I think, like two or one of them. So were the books, were the chapters episodic, like the seasons we've had where there were little stories, or were they one continuing story? Because it seemed like the book... So it says this movie is based on book six, which is just one big story. So I was wondering, are are the others like that? Uh, I think so. I I just really remember reading book five, which was like the last two episodes of season two. So I I don't really remember much about that, but probably, <laughs> or else they just added a bunch of story. What about you, Linnea? How do you think? What do you think about this movie? compared to a typical episode. So, like, there's a lot of story in the movie, and so you couldn't really fit it all into a few episodes. And you could try to put it into, like, the whole thing into a few episodes and just another season, but it might only take, like, half the season. So, yeah. (laughs) I was just wondering what your thoughts were on it. So even though this was a movie, did, did it seem to you like there was enough screen time for some of the the minor characters that we've gotten used to? Like the mom and and her friends? I feel like Hilda's friends weren't in it enough. I, I, yeah, I just remember her friends in, like, two scenes. Also, that creature that can, like, go through all those cracks. I forgot what his name is. 
Oh, the Nissa? Yeah, the Nissa. Uh, I really wanted to see that. I, I like the Nissa. There's sort of a side plot with Hilda's one friend and his mom. Yeah, David. Mm-hmm. David and his mom. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's strange. For being a movie, it really felt to me like like a lot of the characters that I looked forward to seeing kind of fell by the wayside, which, which mm-hmm. is strange for being a movie. You'd think, like, I, I didn't feel like we really got much of Frida and David. And, they and introduced even, so many new characters. Yeah, yeah, which is one one thing. Going back to the episode versus the movie, I think in an episode, maybe because we have a whole whole bunch of episodes, you get to know these characters better. Like you spend an episode with David, you spend an episode with Frida, you, you, know, you spend an episode with Gerda. So you get to know them. And then in this movie, you only see them in little bits and pieces. And I, I kind of miss more of the in-depth with them. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So what do you two think of the way that troll life was depicted? It looked nice. It seemed like civilized cavemen to me, kind of. It was like very similar to humanity in the way that all the trolls... Like, at first everyone just thinks all the trolls are on the same page and believes the same things. But, like, all the trolls have different ideas about what they should do. They all have, like, different jobs of collecting things. It just reminds me of being a civilized caveman civilization. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Would you want to be a troll? To be honest, it does seem pretty fun. I'd want to be a troll for like maybe a day. Yeah, they're. they're I would like to be a troll for two days. <laughs> they're depicted as being super strong. Yeah. I just think that jumping around and like swinging from stuff like Tarzan looks kind of fun. Yeah. And you can like throw each other around. Yeah, because Hilda was definitely having a good time mm-hmm. as being a troll. You know, she was rah, roaring and <laughs> could run really fast and I could don't jump know. really high. And I don't know how Hilda could roar like that. When, <laughs> like, one second she was speaking her normal voice and all of a sudden she, like, had a whole different voice and she just roared. Like, how does that work? Right. You, you may have already touched on this, but one question I wrote down was, are trolls trustworthy? Some of them. Depends on the troll. Yeah. So it, it, it's interesting that up until now, we've we've sort of felt that trolls are kind of this mono culture, right? They're they're just trolls. They're They're them and we're us. But when we get to see things from the troll point of view, we can see that, like, like you already mentioned, that there's vastly different ideas. That was a fun way to introduce that. Yeah. Do you think that Hilda's time as a troll affected her in any way? It changed her point of view about being a troll and that stuff. Maybe it changed her view about other creatures and what they do. It changed her because for a few days her body was made of rocks. She probably had like some new <laughs> vocal cords to be able to roar. That was pretty different. So one thing 
that I've noticed about this series, maybe you've noticed about it too, is that it seems like there's a lot of the theme of sacrifice in these shows. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm thinking specifically of, we were watching some of the first episodes the other day and we saw the, the giant, the giant giants, the huge giants that are as big as mountains and how they were supposed to watch and wait and they end up doing it for thousands of years, <laughs> which seems to me like a big sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, I don't want to give away too much for people who haven't seen it, but but at the end, you know, the, the city is going to be destroyed and then it isn't. I'll just say that. But the reason it isn't, again, seems like it's a big sacrifice for Again, I don't want to give away <laughs> spoilers, but what what do you guys think of that? I mean, do you, do you see that kind of thing going on? Yeah. People have to make sacrifices for good things. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff. Is it people, though, or is it just creatures? Creatures I mean, and people. The, the two examples I gave were creatures. People and creatures. <laughs> what kind of sacrifices have people made? Can you think of any? Um, like when Hilda and her mom chose to leave their house. In the first episode. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. I think, like, isn't there the one scientist who made a sacrifice or something to be in another dimension? There was that scientist up in the mountain, but I don't remember anything about being in another dimension. I'm thinking of uh, Twig, too. Twig chose to stay with Hilda. Yeah. yeah. Even though uh, Twig could have gone off with the parents, which obviously in, into another. Well, that was sort of another dimension, wasn't it? Yeah. Where the. Where the deer foxes live. Deer fox dimension. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think there's a lot of this, this sacrifice in this show, and and uh, so just showing how how deep the show can get. You know, even though it doesn't seem like it when you think more about it, you you see these things. So is, is there any kind of a moral to this movie? Is there a deeper meaning, or is it just a here's our show? There's a deeper meaning. There's something. Maybe it's like everybody has their own different ideas and stuff, or like people are different, and uh, I don't know, something like that. What do you think, Lynette? Like, you know, not everything is surface level. Like, you can't just look at someone and be like, oh, you do this because of this. Because, I don't know, people have deeper motivations for stuff. Because like <laughs> judge a book by its cover. I think there's a lot of meaning in this about uh, learning what the other side sees. You know, you see a troll as an enemy, but the enemy, you know, but but when you are a troll, then then you realize, oh, this is actually what's what's going on, and and you feel this longing and like there's something out of reach, and you have to get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And until both sides understand what's going on, you know, there's a conflict. And then once they figure out what's going on, oh, then we can find a way to solve the conflict. So, yeah. What do you two think of this movie on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm going to give it an 8.5. Good rating. Linnea? I'll give it an 8 out of 10 because I like it and I enjoyed it, but I like the show better. For me, the show is a 9. Oh, if the show's a nine, okay, awesome. We'll have to go back and see what what we actually said. On, yeah, on na- the now show. that now that I watched the movie, though, the show is the nine. Okay, yeah, because we talked about the show back on episode, I believe it was episode twenty-two. It was back in February of last year, almost almost a year ago that we talked about the first two seasons. 
I'll give the movie a, a 7.5. I liked it. I think I like the episodes better. Again, I think one of the reasons I just felt like I felt like we didn't get enough time with some of the other characters. And I really missed that. Not that that's what the movie had to, to do, to set out to do, but I know that was just me. So, But they are making a third season, a third and final season. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I have no idea what they're going to be doing since a lot of things were solved, but <laughs> I guess there are still some loose plots. What What's one loose plot you can think of? Uh, magic stuff like that that Hilda's friend who's trying to learn magic yeah Frida yeah yeah I imagine we'll have some some visits with the trolls again too maybe there'll be an episode or two about that yeah all right so Hilda and the Mountain King we all recommend it go out and check it out and now it's time for cookies of fortune okay so I'll go first with mine Mine is, take your time today so you won't walk in mud. Hmm. <laughs> wow, walk in mud. <laughs> yeah, don't walk in mud. Take your time so you don't walk in what mud. Mm. Mine mine feels like something Yoda might say. It says, force equals too much, effort equals too little, being equal, being equals enough. Say that in Yoda voice. <laughs> Force equals too much. Effort equals too little. Being equals enough. Yeah, that, that works. I have in a gentle way you can shake the world. How can you? In a gentle way? Yeah. Well, that's nice. It's Just be gentle nice. about it. Just Shaking be something nice. in a gentle way. All right. Well, there we go. Those are our fortunes for this week. Thank you to my two hosts, Evan. Don't walk in mud. And Linnea. Bye. And we'll catch you all next week. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Find us on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. And uh, as always, drop us a line if you want. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.